the hell are you guys welcome back to lexi's lounge in this beautiful thursday day i'm recording this about three o'clock in the afternoon let's be real i don't i can't pre-record anything i have to do it like on the spot when i'm inspired when i'm excited when i have a lot of shit to say when i'm like oh yeah inspired tangents if you know me you know my inspired tangents are probably the best because i go really deep really fast really passionately hard and then I let you just think about it. And <laughs> you're like, hmm, whoa, I never thought about it like that. But anyway, I wanted to start this episode by saying thank you so much for being here. Like, I just feel so blessed at the fact that you even like click on <laughs> my shit and choose to listen to it. I don't care how long you listen to it, but the fact that you like even found this podcast and care to even wonder what my might come out of my mouth. It's really cool. So thank you for being here. Um, I would love to know where you're listening from and I would love to chat on Instagram or on TikTok. Well, TikTok's harder to chat, but like DM me on Instagram and tell me, tell me you listen to the podcast. I genuinely would love to like put a face to a number in my analytics. Um, that, okay. That sounded really bad, like way too forward, but like, I want to know you. I don't want you to just be a number in my back end anymore, you know, like reveal yourself (laughs) anyway. Okay. So today I posted my Neutrogena, actually it was yesterday, Neutrogena ad campaign. And this has happened just since I started posting my shit on the internet like about my acne, my whole crying video, like, oh, why? Why do I have acne? And it's just kind of blown up since. And I think a lot of people related to that. And one thing that's been really surprising so far is I didn't realize just how many people were like touched by by it, could relate to it. How many other people are suffering with acne or skin conditions or just whatever it may be that makes them feel insecure. Like I... I never really realized just how many people struggle. And I think it's a great reminder for me now to know that um, we all have something. We all have one thing or another that, come on, my mom's dog scratching at the door. I'm at her house in Arizona. We all have something that makes us feel insecure, makes us feel less than, makes us not feel worthy, makes us feel like we don't belong. Like we always have that one thing. We all have that one thing. We don't always have to have it, but just in general, I think identifying what that one thing is for you and then owning it instead of letting it own you is so flipping powerful. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about today. I wanted to talk to you about the fact that you can make any life that you want to create. You don't even have to know where you're going. You don't have to write out this, these goals and this map and like do all of the things that really just keep you busy rather than taking action. But if you intuitively know, for example, that you hate your corporate job and that you desperately want to work for yourself or not have anybody tell you what to do from nine to five on Monday through Fridays or longer, and you're like, I'm desperately craving something more, but I don't know how to achieve it and it feels scary, I'm telling you, make the leap into whatever it is and figure it out along the way. My only regret in life is waiting too long on certain things. That's it. 
that analysis paralysis, like that will kill you. You will be stuck wherever you are until you make a decision. So why not make that decision now? Why do we delay decisions? I will say there are certain things that you should sleep on. I'm not saying you should act impulsively on everything, but it's when we feel like we have to write out this huge long business plan, or we have to write out that corporate formal email, or we have to, you know, wait, wait a month or save up. Like, yes, there's a time and a place for everything, but what if you trusted yourself enough to act quicker, maybe lean into those gut decisions. I think at the end of the day, everything boils down to trusting yourself. How many times, let's be honest here, how many times have you been in a group of people and you guys are all going to go out to dinner and everyone says, where do you want to go? And you just say, I don't care. I don't know. But in the back of your mind, you really know where you want to go. Why not just say it? Throw it out there and see what happens. See if it sticks. You could absolutely not go there. You could go somewhere else that you absolutely hated. But by knowing what you want at all times and giving yourself the space and grace to figure out what that may be is super important. So I'm going to give you some examples of where this, where I really leaned into this in my life. Number one, My husband and I, after we had our first son, we talked and I was like, listen, I don't want to go back to work and have somebody else raise our kid. We calculated childcare and everything. And I would be making about $200 a month after childcare expenses. And so it just wasn't worth it for me to go back and spend 40 hours a week at this job that I don't like, have someone else raising my kid and me get 200 bucks at the end of it. Like, it just wasn't worth it for me. I would rather spend time with my kids and my family and be there for them in those formative years and help them learn through the wisdom that I've learned and that my husband has learned and that the generations before me have learned. Like, I would love to fill that into them. I think that's a huge thing with culture too, right? Like, we want to introduce our children to our culture. And, oh, they're crying. I don't know what happened. But anyway, I made that decision to quit my corporate job. And I had no backup plan. I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Um, So I started managing some friends' social media accounts for $500 a month. Bless my heart. (laughs) Because social media management is a shit ton of work. Oh my gosh. Um, And then I quickly got bored of that. Did not like how much work it was and how tedious and monotonous it was. And so I moved more into Instagram strategy that also turned it out to be extremely tedious and monotonous. So I went over to PR and marketing strategy on the more consulting side. A lot of that also turned out to be extremely time consuming and high demand and high volume and on every day. And that was not my American dream. So in the mix of all of this, my husband and I started Airbnb our house out. My cousin told me that one of her friends in Alaska made 60 grand in a summer. And we're like, okay, well, why not try it? So when we first did this, mind you, we built our house like a year before that. We lived in our house for a full year and then we started Airbnb it. And 
when I tell you the kind of comments we got from our friends, they were like, are you insane? Are you crazy? Like what in tarnation is going on here? And I'm like, listen, (laughs) um, yeah, it, it just is what it is. Like, but how do you say like, well, yeah, I need money. Like I'm, I'm poor. I don't, I don't, I have, I'm raising a family. I don't work. Like it, it, pennies got pinched and Airbnb, thank God we had a, a travel trailer because Airbnb allowed me to replace my corporate income within the first year. And realistically, the only thing that I had to do was turn over the house. So clean it, do laundry get it ready for the next people and make sure I had good directions (laughs) and respond to people when they wanted to talk. Like this is everything that I had been doing in my corporate job, but it's now for myself. But I think there's a stigma around when we go full time for ourselves, it's like we don't work or we don't have a job. And it's, it's just, it's so crazy because in the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey, like I would definitely let the perceived thoughts of what people would be saying about me creep into my work ethic, my production, and what the hell I was doing, what I did or did not say. And the crazy thing, now looking back at it, is that most of the time, nobody said anything to me. This is just what I was assuming. But I still let it hold me back. Can you relate? I feel like this is something that I can't be the only one with. But just that little nugget right there. Our friends thought we were insane when we first started this venture and this journey to live a life that we wanted to live. But we did it anyway, and we kept doing it. Two years later, when they found out we made 10 grand in one month of the summer, they were like, wait, like I'm kind of considering buying a vacation rental now and renting it out or... I've even had people that moved into their trailer and started renting their house out like we did. So it just goes to show that, yeah, in the beginning, when you're introducing something new to people who haven't seen anything like that before, they're going to come up with all their own judgments on it because it's not normal. It's not new. It's not familiar. But if you keep going and keep normalizing it and keep speaking up and keep standing true to what it is that you believe in, People are going to start to pay attention. Their mindsets are going to start shifting because they're going to be more aware of what it is that you're bringing to light. That's number one. Number two, when I first started on social media, trying to make some kind of living for our family, this was like during the social, I mean, PR, marketing type area, This was more in the PR and marketing and social media management and Instagram when I was more active on Instagram. When I was a lot more active on Instagram, when I was first starting out, when I was like strategically planning launches, just being on all the time, responding to people, being very strategic in my posts, people who knew me in person only were like, why do you share your whole life on social media? They just didn't get it. They were like, why do you feel the need to share everything about yourself? Let me fill you in on a little secret about me. I, I truly feel like I have nothing to hide. I'm just like, I am who I am and I don't care who knows. Like, I, I just want to nor- make weirdos like me feel normal. 
you know, but there is no normal. So fuck that. <laughs> Be weird. Let your freak flag fly. But <laughs> when I started showing up as myself on the internet, I got comments like that, even from people in my family, like, why do you share everything? And then now that I have this massive platform on TikTok, where I acknowledge every small business who sends me something on my social medias, where I now have brand deals with companies like fucking Neutrogena, like what? I'm, I'm still shook about that. Like me? What? I don't, I don't get it, but let's do it. (laughs) Um, it's just interesting now in retrospect, if I would have let those comments dictate my life and the way I showed up and acted, I wouldn't be where I am now. And don't get me wrong. I did pause for a little bit. I didn't stop completely, but I paused because I didn't know how to handle it. And I'm still a recovering people pleaser and it's still uncomfortable, but Now there's not as much pressure because I know that you can say whatever the fuck you want about me, but I still know where I'm going. I still have my purpose and my passion and my vision so close to my heart that I don't even know how any of this is going to happen. I don't know how any, anything is going to go in my life. I know what I want. I don't know how it's going to get here, but I'm just going to trust that God is going to place people in circumstances and situations in my life that are going to help me get there. And I want you to remember that you don't have to have it all figured out in order to start. Do not let the fear of what other people think or say about you stop you from moving forward in your vision and aligning with your goals and showing up on the internet and being weird and doing things rogue and in a way that not many other people do. Like you hear this podcast, you hear my husband playing with the kids in the other room, which I'm going to end this soon and go do that with him. But you hear them in the background. Like you don't hear that on a lot of podcasters episodes. It's because a lot of people want to be very professional with it. And that is great. And that is fine. And I would like to be there too. But right now, mama ain't got the budget to have a whole team or a space in order to do that. I travel far too much. So this is how I'm getting my content out. This is how I'm getting my thoughts and inspirations and ideas out for you into the world. And if if you like them, take them. If you don't, leave them. But I'm doing it rogue. I'm just going for it. I'm just doing it. So if you ever are like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm doing all the things that I need to do to get to one certain goal, like switch it up a little bit. Lean in intuitively. Maybe just like let things flow more. Release the need to control every detail. Just know like, hey, this is the end goal and what I want to do, but I'm not putting any pressure on the timeline. I would like it done by this time, but I'm not going to force it. I would also like to get the ball rolling in this area and in that area and just start taking micro movements every single day. There is so much power in your consistency. When you start taking small steps 
toward the goals and the dreams that you've always had in your heart and in your sight and in your mind, you're going to get there. There's no way you're not going to. You just have to keep going. You can't stop. It's like, think about it like this. You know, after you get up for the day and you have a really active morning, maybe afternoon, and then you sit your butt down on the couch at three o'clock and then you're like, I can't get up. We've all made that mistake before because you got to keep going until the end of the day. I, I cannot tell you enough. Like I was that person. I still am a lot of the time who, if I sit down, it's like, I'm done for the year. Okay. Like you can catch me in 2023, but now that I've sat down on the couch, like my feet hurt, I feel how comfortable this is. Can you bring me some food? Right. But you can't get comfortable like that. You got to stand back up and keep going. Like set a timer for yourself to rest on the couch. Give yourself five, 10, 15, maybe even 30 minutes on the couch, scrolling on your phone. But think of all that time that you And then think about how much time and then get back up and keep going. Do not waste a single minute more just mindlessly scrolling through social media, especially if you're somebody who gets caught in the comparison trap easily. Because what that's going to do is like you're sitting here on social media scrolling, you're looking at everybody else's achievements and being like, why the fuck aren't I making progress? It's because you're consuming too much. You're not creating. You're not putting out into the world. And fuck the rules and the boundaries. Like if you have some kind of strategy right now that you're trying and it's not working, switch it up. Listen to intuitively like what you would do if nobody was looking. Because that's what's going to make you stand apart. Not the copy and paste strategy you found from your business coach or you saw online. Like take the inspiration where needed, yes, but make it your own. Listen to your gut. Like what what kind of things would make you feel good? What kind of things make you light up, light your fire? You can get wherever you want to go in your life. You just have to keep moving. You have to keep taking those steps. You cannot give a shit what anybody else thinks about you. And I know that's so much easier said than done, but I promise you if you start working towards that, your life is going to be a lot easier. And the biggest thing of all, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust with all faith and hope and every ounce of you that you are going to succeed no matter what, that you are going to hit a certain level no matter what. And I want you to start dreaming and thinking a little bit bigger. Just because your parents only made it to a certain point doesn't mean you can't make it past them. Just because your grandparents only made it to a certain point doesn't mean you can't make it past them. Don't settle for a comfortable life. Settle for a life that excites you, that scares the shit out of you, that is exhilarating, that makes the risk worth it. I promise you, you'll find it. Okay, I gotta go. I'm rambling. Love you. Bye.